Hello and welcome to uh, post-exertional malaise. Mayonnaise, I'm getting it wrong now. I'm too tired. <laughs> you, can tell, uh, you can tell how it's going to go today. Um, I've got post-exertional malaise, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we've got a joint uh, podcast episode today with Michael Brooks from uh, Chat With Me, ME uh, podcast. Uh, so it's really good to have you with us, Michael. And, uh, yeah, it's good to sort of share platforms and stuff. So. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and your podcast, uh, just for our listeners that don't know? Yeah, of course. So, obviously, my name's uh, Michael, and um, I've had M. Well, was diagnosed with ME CFS in two thousand and six after a bout of glandular fever, um, which probably is a tale that quite a few of us will know. Some sort of virus kick kicking it off. So, um, yeah, and I've been kind of up and down, like how I was severe to begin with and I gradually got myself back into actually back to work which was um I didn't think at, the, at that time I, I I I kind of positively thought I could get there but didn't know if it was possible and then I got back to work and ever since I've just been relapse after relapse it's, it's just I think mm. possibly more in my brain I think I'm okay and then push myself and then I've, I've just continuously mm. relapsed and struggled with it and and then obviously now I have a family as well so it, that takes its toll on any um, person without um throwing a chronic illness in the mix but um mm. yeah that the podcast for me um, kind of kind of grew out of um it was my friend suggested for me to do a podcast about um something that I I love which is football and I was like, to be fair, there's so many podcasts out there about that. And yeah, I don't know is. if I could find the, the niche because, you know, you've got pe pe like Peter Crouch is doing one. You've got like the real football, ex-footballers mm. doing it. And it's like, I don't know how you compete with that. And there's an oversaturation with um, supporters um, podcasts as well. So how do you stand out uh, was my initial thought. And then my brain went well do you know what there's one thing i am quite an expert on and not at the same time because i don't think anyone could be fully an expert on this illness but i thought i i don't know too many podcasts about me from the um patient perspective there's a lot out mm. there for like the clinical the science the medical side of it but um so yeah i just decided do you know what why not it's a, a, at the end of the day it's a bit of fun for me and it's nice to get an interaction with like, I've met others and um, people who have the illness that I've not met before via the podcast like yourself for instance mm -hmm. and I just thought it'd be um quite uh just it's just nice for people to have a voice um to hear that they're not on their own because sometimes mm -hmm. you know it can be quite a lonely place even with a, with a family you can have moments where you feel isolated and on your own especially mm -hmm. if they're out doing something and you're in bed or housebound so it's um it's given me kind of like like a hobby, I guess, in, in a sense, and I've, yeah. I've quite, kind of enjoyed doing it. So, yeah, yeah, and it, what was really funny is like we sort of discovered that we both kind of started something. It was around about the similar time, yeah, wasn't it? pretty like much. April, May yeah, time that we'd it. kind of come up with a similar idea, and um, and hopefully we're not kind of overlapping too much, and we're doing kind of slightly different things. But um, no, it's 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 good, and um, I think it's I think it's important, and people yeah, people can hopefully listen to both and. Um, and I think, I think there is that element for me. That's what I I I kind of hope that people get out of it is is that sense of um, listening to voices that understand. And because Emmy is so like 
misunderstood and stigmatized and things like that that like the hope hope that kind of having voices through podcasts and youtube channels whatever else that that um people are going to hear different voices and and, and kind of feel yeah feel that they're, that they're not alone and i think that's 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 really important so, yeah 100 um, percent. i think i think sometimes as well for a lot of people um too much visual content can be hard depending on where you're at with the illness if that's part some one of mm. the symptoms you get so just to be able to listen to something via headphones or in the background um some mm. i think can be quite calming as well and, and when it's about something that you you can feel like i said on your own to have someone who's who understands talking about it i guess from a patient perspective can be um I, it's not gratifying i don't know what the right word but it, it just makes you feel affirming maybe. yeah maybe, yeah i think yeah. so <laughs> it's sometimes trying to pick that word out um, i haven't yeah, long yeah. woken up so my um vocabulary might not be uh as on yeah, point as worry. normal <laughs> i'm the same <laughs> um yeah um so yeah we thought about doing a um a christmas episode i think you suggested it on twitter and then and then we sort of like put it on the back burner and then yeah and then we thought oh yeah we need to kind of think about this so um or holiday season or mm. hanukkah and uh whatever is he celebrating this time of year but um and i think just acknowledging the challenges that come for all of us with with living with me and chronic illnesses it's it's a really it's really hard isn't it i mean um, yeah totally how how do you kind of go about managing christmas with, um, with your family i think um we've been quite fortunate um the last because of um me relapsing uh was two years ago now so um the one christmas we spent with um lindsay's mum and last christmas we spent with lindsay's um sister so there wasn't too much for me to um mm. sort of think about as such it was just a case of getting there and resting and joining in when i can but i have found because we're doing a christmas at home this year is um plan everything it's um because in my head, I know what I need to do, but come sort of closer to the time, I don't think it's necessarily always, always up there. So I would say for me, planning it, like planning how the day's going to go and when you're going to do activities, that sort of thing, so that you, you kind of feel part of it, but you can pull yourself away if you need to as well. So, um, mm. yeah, I think um, um, for me as well, as also not to feel guilt which i think a lot of us kind of get with this illness anyway because mm. you're not joining in with all the things that you could do before and i think you've got to listen to your body and know what you can do i know it's not always easy to pace yourself especially when you've got a family or other people that rely on you as well so it's just having that moment to know that if you can't do something that is okay you're doing the best you can do in that mm. given moment because I find for me guilt is something that I get a lot, especially with having the two children. Because I can't like like a simple thing like that. Like the um, Aurora's kind of swimming now, but we took uh, Matty to the swimming pool for the first time, and of course I couldn't go in, but I I was able to sit and watch. But little things like that, you don't realise how much that can hurt you until you sat there realizing you want to be in the swimming pool on her first attempt at that yeah. man and i think yeah. guilt creeps in 
in with everybody with me for various different reasons and and i think with christmas is also a, a big like it, everyone seems to want a perfect christmas which i, I don't think yeah. really happens anyway because you, you're guaranteed when you're um well and all the family around there's arguments come four o'clock in the afternoon and you know it's just like <laughs> you can't get away from set i don't think anyone can ever really create the perfect christmas but you you have to come away from trying to do that because that that's where you end up crashing i think and then mm. it's um yeah so it's, it's a tough one to kind of negotiate because you want to be present and you want to be there as much as possible but you don't want to overdo it because the knock-on effect of the post-exertional malaise um, as you were saying earlier it's that can also be a right pain um, mm. going into the new year is which you don't want yeah and what about you because you've yeah. got um family as well how do you like yeah. plan things or um yeah it's a bit it's it's um my kids are a bit older um so yeah it's a it's a funny one they're not i think last year they weren't up quite so early which was nice <laughs> i think we were we were almost like waking them up i think so come on you want to open your presents so um yeah it, it's we've got i've got um a couple of family my wife's family members coming to stay so that's always a challenge when just having extra people around yeah. the house and things. Um, so, um, yeah, it's tricky. And then, like you said, sort of finding that balance between putting the extra energy into the things that you need to do, but then knowing that you need to step back as well and not not pushing yourself too hard. And um, and there's just like, yeah, like extra things tidying up and, you know, washing pots and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's like trying to find that balance and guilt yeah I, I i feel really guilty when i when i sort of have to step back but i think i think this year i'm going to try and be a little bit more planned about pacing mm. myself in terms of like taking myself away and lying down and stuff um when i need to um it it's it's hard um, yeah totally but i think the whole the whole season's difficult isn't it because um but when you think about it, I it's think... all bright, flashing lights and ev mm. everything that can really stimulate you and make you yeah. worse. It's all it's all there, packed into a nice little mug yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, and and then it. I think for so many people, it it stirs up like really difficult um, feelings. Like um, I was like, we'd planned to do our Christmas decorations like not the weekend, just gone, but the weekend before. But I was, and it's it's almost like it being a family tradition that I've I've kind of done the tree with the kids. My wife's, my wife's done different bits of decorating, but I've done the tree, um, and we 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 just used a fake one this year. Um, but I was just like too exhausted that weekend to do it, so we ended up doing it on like a Tuesday evening. And my daughter did most of it, and she really enjoyed it. She's fifteen, but um, and and she just got on and did it and like, put some Christmas music on and stuff, but while she was doing it and i was just sat watching <laughs> i just had like a real sense of like grief come over me because yeah. i was just like i'm just so exhausted that i can't stand for long enough to kind of just help out with that um and the whole thing was just a bit overwhelming and i was just um yeah like and i think for so many of us just like missing the wider things that happen around christmas like the different events that you might go to like like I, I really miss having a work Christmas do. I don't know about you, but it's like, <laughs> I, I used to really like work Christmas do's um, and that sort of stuff. So it, it kind of brings up lots of different feelings, doesn't it? And yeah. And I think, and I'm just aware of like people and like, I can really empathize with people, um, you know, that have made or, or can't have children 
or have made the decision mm. not to have children because of ME. So then Christmas is focused on children, and then that's really hard for those people that yeah, that's going to stir up those sort of feelings. Grief um, on from all angles, isn't there? I think with mm. with it because it is it's really difficult. Um, so we, we're planning to take the girls. We've got like a little. Um, it's called, it's called Windsor on Ice, I think. It's just a little um, kind of like a Christmas market with a few mm. things. So we're planning to hopefully go. We've got um, a wheelchair put in the back of the car ready to take me so I can go with them. Um, that's the plan next Friday, I think it is, which but it's a surprise for the girls. But I, it's kind of in one hand, it's like I'm really excited to try and do it. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, quite. I hope it doesn't set yeah. off a cascade that's going to mean Christmas is ruined sort of thing. It's a bit of a, yeah. like, 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 part of me wants to go and part of me is, do I be safe or do I push it and see how I am? It's, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a weird one because I've not, we haven't done, we went to a lot like a Christmas light show, which was the first thing I've done really as a family since the relapse. And it kind of, that was, a lot of fun and I was pushed around on the wheelchair but the next day I was I was unable to do like anything I literally somehow managed to get the girls to school and that was it I was in bed um, mm. so it's yeah but, but fortunately my wife's off and my um, mother-in-law will be up so there will be support which is another reason why I'm planning because I'm probably more the chef in the house but obviously you know, for the last sort of couple of years Lindsay's been doing practically most of it um, so I'm kind of planning because she, she's never, I don't think she's ever cooked a Christmas dinner before. So I'm kind of planning it so that I can help as well, but have it all staged out so that I think cause we're going to do a lot of the cooking on the Chris, on Christmas Eve. So that really it's only warming the veg through and every mm. cooking the last minute stuff that you don't want to go soggy basically on the, mm. that's going to go through on Christmas day. And we've also decided which might be a help to other people with families that um we always find that christmas lunch is quite you always have it quite early don't you? It's like one o'clock two o'clock so by the time you finish you're all shattered anyway when you're full health <laughs> so come sort of three four o'clock you're exhausted and you don't want to do anything else and that's when all the fights start i think so we we've um, <laughs> decided what we we like to normally have like a prawn cocktail before the meal, but I always I always say that once I've had the prawn cocktail and the bread, I'm I'm already half full. I don't need Christmas, mm. so we're doing that for lunch instead and pushing the Christmas tea back to like four or five o'clock. So that mm. way it's more of a normal time to when we normally eat, and um, and so the girls just won't be fest- feasting on chocolate all day. But it'll also make it that there's less. Um, anxiety around cooking when they're opening the presents in the morning if that makes sense you know having to get everything in and timed and stuff so that was something Lindsay thought of and i thought you know what? that's actually not a bad idea because you get a lot of the stuff done christmas eve and you've got all day to do it whereas christmas day is quite a manic day as it is and then you want to throw in a roast dinner at the same time what 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 are we thinking <laughs> So, yeah, having a strategic plan sounds good. Um, yeah, yeah, mostly my my wife and my mother in law kind of just yeah got on with the cooking and stuff. But yeah, like it's it's a challenge, isn't it? And um, and it's a challenge when you've got younger kids as well because you want to like engage with them, don't you? And um, yeah, I mean for mine, it's like they won't be getting they're, they're getting sort of smaller but more expensive presents, so they'll just sort of probably like 
you know um it's not a case of like having to build things and yeah. stuff like that or get your yeah. screwdrivers out and all that sort of stuff it's yeah. kind of, yeah, i always, it's not, I always it's love not... when the lego star wars comes but at the, when it comes to the point of then having to put it all together it's like it's, it's enjoyable but it's, it, you can't do it in one sitting you have to like take yeah. about about a five months to get <laughs> to get it done <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah I suppose but that's it's... that's the thing as well when you get when they are a bit older they have smaller presents but they are a lot more expensive as well so you get, yeah. kind of it's you get you get that issue like young youngers you have to build everything older you have to spend more money so it's yeah it's true it's <laughs> true um less mess hopefully so. yeah <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> do you um, um plan like any activities or uh, like have anything I, I mean, because you say your daughter's 15, you've got a son as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. my son's 12, 12 yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we haven't we haven't planned anything really this year. Um, my mum's my, my taken my daughter out to, like, a uh, uh, Christmas lights event also this Friday, actually. Okay. Um, so they're doing that. Um, but, no, we're not – we just haven't, haven't kind of planned an awful lot at all. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 pretty much – the big thing would be like Doctor Who on Christmas Day, hopefully mm. watching that. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I think um, it's, yeah, it's just hard and like not not thinking too much about the things that you miss. And I think, yeah. um, like there was this one tweet I just read earlier by Phoebe who who said I could share this. She just said, I really miss the social side of this time of year, the, the work Christmas do, Christmas catch-ups with groups of friends, the Christmas markets, getting dressed up, festive cocktails, and how all of that helps create the Christmassy atmosphere. Um, was that really once in my life? And and yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? Um, not not just not being a part of all that stuff. Um, and and then I was thinking as well about because um, I, I sometimes we have like a, on my dad's side we have like a wider family gathering um, where there's usually like about 30, 40 people there, like cousins, uncles, aunts, all you know. Um, and but we're not doing it this year. Which is a shame, but it's also kind of a relief as well because mm. I, I always want to push myself to go because I want to see people that yeah, I've not seen course, for a year or yeah. two or whatever, and you know, see people. But but then on the flip side, there's always that the difficulty in terms of like, do I go? Do I not go? Am I well enough? Yeah. Do by going, does it look like I'm better than I am? Yeah. Like yeah, like that's... do people then think, oh, he's doing all right? Because you, you sort of like your adrenaline kicks in, and then you yeah. sort of like you can function maybe for like an hour, and then you have to leave. But for that hour, you look like you're doing all right. And then it's like also the, and it's not to say I, 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 I get any sort of comments and stuff, but it's like people's understand, not not knowing people's level of understanding mm. of ME and your illness. So like, oh, could you go for a walk or something like that? You know, you know, just yeah. little, little comments that you think actually on the scale of things are quite small, but they can sting quite deeply. Yeah. And I know for a lot of people with ME, there's always that wrestling, isn't there, with how how do I manage and how do I explain? Do I have to kind of justify my condition to people? Um, and it's a, it's really it's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's um, sometimes can be uh, just as big as a battle because I think like the ter- the what term pacing goes about and like to and I and mm. I think it's one of those words that in my brain I think oh yeah I pace quite well but when I step back and look at what I at my at certain moments and I'm thinking actually I probably don't pace as well as I I think and then you do kind of overdo it and then people and I think this is a real critical part 
of understanding for people who don't know the illnesses. People only generally see you when you're able to do things. So they don't mm. see it when you're bed bound or when you're in pain or when mm. you've got your eye masks on, your headphones on because you, the sensories are, the sensors are all overloading. So they only ever really see you at your best, if that makes sense. And even at your best is mm. not necessarily, you know, the best version of yourself because of your illness if that makes sense so um mm. i think it's quite a tough one and especially over christmas if you do store up your spoons or your battery pack you know at levels so you can go and do something they'll see you for that bit and that's that's what they take away from it yeah and some yeah. that that's from the level of people who don't understand the illness because I, I still find as a someone who has it i do struggle with understanding it at times because it's such a mm. complex illness it's not really straightforward and you know it's mm. not it's not de defined by everyone had got it by having covid or having glandular fever. you know some people just get it like they mm. hit a wall other people do get it prolonged from the virus and mm. i think it's um that's why it's so important all this research is being done now as well because we do not necessarily want answers, but we do want some level of, you know, can you get people diagnosed quicker, which could possibly make the prognosis better. You know, I think mm. um, so much, I've got kind of gone off of a, on a tangent there a little bit. <laughs> In my head, I was like, <laughs> no, no, I was right. going on about Christmas and now I'm talking about research. <laughs> uh, but I think it, it just comes down to that wanting people to... Uh, understand the illness because it you know you still get the the odd person who says oh it's you know lazy itis or you know i, I wish yeah. i was at home all day so it's like yeah until you're in in and have it you don't understand what being home all day means with it you know no. it's like yeah it's, it's a tough one and i think christmas makes it double tough because it's where everyone's generally up and happy and doing stuff and you're kind of not able to do you might be able to join in with some of it but not all of it and it does give you that kind of like i think you mentioned earlier the grief side hits you because you know yeah. before when you were well you could do everything and not really care and yeah. it's yeah it's a it's a hard one to kind of navigate yeah but and then like you say just just planning for it it's hard yeah well and... that's it i didn't realize until i was because I, I kind of sat planning it yesterday and today a little bit this morning I was like, oh, crikey. when you look at it, it's like there's still quite a lot to do. I think, thankfully, um, Father Christmas has bought all the presents already. So um, we're, we're OK <laughs> on that side. But it's, um, yeah, the planning for the actual day itself and making sure it goes smoothly or as smooth as mm. possible, should I say. But, yeah, it's, mm. it's tiring just just planning, yeah. it, let alone doing it. So. I've got a I've got a, a Facebook um, comment here from Sophie who said I could uh, sort of share it. She said she was she she went Christmas shopping, and it's just an example of like actually like doing something that for most people is quite an ordinary thing to do. Mm. You sort of plan a day, you go and do your Christmas shopping, and then you sort of come home. I mean, all of my shopping is done on Amazon, but um, but she said I had an amazing day yesterday doing Christmas shopping. But what comes next? The payback. It's freaking hard fighting to just stay afloat. Every bit of me is an agony. Sorry to moan. It's well worth the pain, etc. But it's hard to not let it get you down. Mm. I know so many of you understand, and sometimes you just need to know that you aren't alone. It feels like an achievement to have just made it to the sofa today. 
hoping and praying for some brighter days ahead, especially for energy to do the Christmas decorations uh, on Sunday. Anyway, happy 1st of December, everyone. <laughs> that was yes. uh, yeah, she, she posted that on the 1st of December. But yeah, it's, it is that but it is that balance, isn't it? It's like mm. actually wanting to do something that you, you, you're going to enjoy, but then, but then the payback as well. So like uh, trying to decide what's actually worth doing and what's yeah. not worth doing and, and actually how much it's going to impact you afterwards. It's a, it's a challenge, isn't it? That's it. And that's why I think, um, like, like I was saying, we're going to that winds on ice. We kind of planned for that. So I know mm. that's coming. And that, that, from what I can think, is the only thing that we'll be doing as a full family that involves going out of the house. Everything else will be my wife and mm. um, mother-in-law if they do go out. Uh, we're quite fortunate because we live kind of like in the middle of the countryside. So they can just go for little walks and they can, we've got a nice mm. back garden. So if they want to go out and play, they can. So we're quite fortunate mm. on that side of things. But um, yeah, it's just, I think it's really, because like you say, it's hard to decide what sometimes what is the most important thing. I suppose you would say it's your health, but it's not, doesn't always come that way when you have to factor in your children and, and, mm. and, other family commitments maybe and sometimes it's your own personal commitments as well you know because some people have the illness to still work so they've got to is it worth doing anything if it's going to affect them their pay and what it's, there's so much that you have to think about yeah. I, I suppose you only really see your own side of it but because the, the, of the diversity of this illness it's you've got you know and i always say for people who have when they say they've got mild ME and people people hear the word mild and they think it's, yeah. it, it's, it's a completely different concept when it comes to this illness because I think mild ME is still such a minefield to, you know, navigate. Um, mm. It's and But those people are generally trying to work at the same time and I think I was in that position, you know, I was working and trying to, like, you know, not do anything after work so that I could go into work and it was... It just became too much in the end, so I had to retire. But it's, yeah, I think it's um, such a tough illness. And then when you throw in a tough period like Christmas, it does, it kind of brings everything to the forefront. It kind of hits home on all the, mm. the levels of what you're missing out on. And, you know, what what is important is, is going to the office drinks important or is it better to stay at home? and breast mm. it's, so, it's such a horrible mm. month to try and navigate i think it's um mm. and so you then could, how do, i guess it's sorry go on no i was gonna say and then you um kind of hit into the new year and everyone's slumped and miserable yeah. which doesn't help when you're um, trying to get yourself back into things either so it's a uh, yeah and it's i guess it's a, a balance of like measuring quality of life isn't it like what 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 is what is quality of life is it pushing yourself to do something like like that actually you're going to enjoy and it feels like it gives you some meaning in life or is it about maintaining a steady baseline so that you can function on a day-to-day basis it's, yeah it's, it's that's it. like you say christmas just throws everything into the yeah, mix doesn't it? it yeah especially when there's stuff that you know like parents do with the kids for, for obviously i'm talking from a personal point yeah. of view with because that's my life at the moment being with them mm. the younger children it's like i can't do some of the things that they want to do and it's um yeah, yeah it does make it it's like we go to in theory go to church every sunday because my um my eldest is going through first holy communion at the moment so we try but so i can't always go and 
Mm. Like some, I'm, thankfully, the father knows us and he knows us. There will be weekends where we might not be able to go as a family, especially if Lindsay's working. So he's, um, we're quite fortunate on that sense. But um, it's just little things like, like going to church, something that I used to do regularly. Mm. I can't, I can't do now as reg- I can go sometimes, but sometimes I can't. And yeah, mm. it's, um, it, you do notice this things that you can't do, which can be, that can also put a negative spin on your, on your mental state, I think, because you, yes. you do look at what you could do before to what you're doing now. So yeah. I think it is that, like you said, that kind of fine line of do you push yourself or do you try to stay on your baseline? Because, mm it yeah it's really it's really hard because the baseline where you want to be at all the time if you can but you know you dip mm. below it you dip above it depending on where you are but there there, there are some times where you just have to kind of go do you know what it might the payback will be awful but it might be worth it for this one yeah. event so yeah yeah and um, that christmas throws up so many events you just have to choose cherry pick which one's yeah. most important to yeah. you i guess yeah, it's I, tough. I think also another thing which I've I've always found hard to do is asking for support or help. I mm. think especially during Christmas, it's a time you know they were we say it's a time for giving, isn't it? So it's one of those periods where perhaps you might need a bit more help or support, and don't be afraid to ask your family or your friends for that because I always go on air uh, on the side of oh no one's going to be able to do it. I always think go negatively if that makes sense. Whereas, mm. I since my daughter's gone to school, I, I, we've created like a little unit of friends who have helped us. And like I had, um, especially when I first relapsed, someone um, who would come, and uh, we'd get a rule to school, but they'd bring them bring her home. So I I didn't ever have to worry about pickup or things like that. So there was mm. it's a case of. Um, you know, the people are out there and there are people that will help if you ask them. And mm. I think, you know, Christmas is a tough time. It's if whether you're on your own, whether you've got a family, it's it's tough no matter what. So always lean into those that are there if they, if you can. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. I, I when um when I first became ill uh this time, uh, I think my kids are like seven and ten. And um we, I just, I, we couldn't do that. I couldn't do the school bus run. My wife was like working, um, and we just had some friends around the corner. Their kids went to the same school, and they literally took our kids to school like every day and brought them back most most days anyway. And and it was just like such a, I don't know what the word to use would be, but like uh, some people might say it was a blessing, but like I guess. Um, it was humbling and then mm. again there's that guilt because it's like well they're doing this they're doing this for me and i yeah. can't thank them enough but at the same time like i i, I can't reciprocate that there's yeah. nothing i can do to kind of like say thank you in, in that way and to sort of pay them back but i think you know they just did it because they did it and it was, yeah. it was yeah. and, you, but... and you can kind of say thank you but you do always feel like it, like it's not enough don't you and I, I, I don't, yeah. that's kind of yeah. what I, how i feel it's um yeah it's very it's i think humbling is a nice word because it yeah. is nice to know that people are willing to yeah. do what they can and sometimes yeah. it's from the place of not understanding the illness or not knowing it but they know that you're struggling if that makes sense so mm. Mm. but yeah no 
And I'd also say another key element for Christmas is to budget as well. Don't mm. don't um, force yourself because I, I think it can be very easy because you're not present a lot of the time to want to throw money at not at um, not kind of guilt, but kind of I don't know how you would explain, but kind of buying stuff because you can't be there. You think, oh, well, if I buy you this, it'll make it okay. If that makes mm. sense, and, and it, but it's not worth doing it because the people that love you understand anyway. But yeah. definitely budget for um, what you can afford rather than trying to yeah get a mortgage. And I think, and I, and I, <laughs> that, yeah, but it does it. It sort of brings up that whole kind of grief feeling when like you you don't have an income yourself, and then you 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 sort of like not you haven't got the money to spend um, that you that you may otherwise have yeah it's 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 hard it's a challenge yeah i i Um, I think and like sometimes you take things for granted as well but when you said that this is what we'd probably talk about the festive period with us trying to you know come together to do like a christmas special as we called it it kind of (laughs) it it kind of hit home when i was writing stuff down about it and looking through the emmy association mag at how much you kind of do have to plan like like everything to just be able to when you think it's for one technically for one day the amount of Mm. planning that has to go into that one day which is ridiculous because we have to plan everything we have to practically plan our lives anyway so that we don't overdo it to to, to have to then do all of this extra planning for one day is a bit it can be a bit crazy and a bit overwhelming i think for for Mm. you as well so it's, Mm. it's it's trying to not let that stress you out and i think that's why planning stuff does help because you mm. can well i think i don't know if anyone else is like this but i if i've got that pin you know like bullet point plan i can kind of visualize it a bit more it doesn't feel as jumbled in my head as it would do if i just went into it mm. Mm. that's that's yeah it's, it's definitely so so yeah um yeah uh with with whatever you're celebrating um during this holiday season um take plenty of time to rest um we hope that everybody finds something that they can enjoy from this time as well like it's hard isn't it because on the one hand it sort of feels like a slog it brings up all these feelings and all these kind of regret and grief and you know guilt like you said and um but yeah trying to find some positives as well i think is is important isn't it for your, yeah, your mental definitely. health as well so. even if it's just something um, like um i know um a couple of people on that um who have emmy do like i think it's like a film club i, I not necessarily for christmas but they do it over periods like they do it over summer i'm sure there probably would be a festive one where you kind of pick a movie for each day or one a mm. week or something so on that day for that week you would watch say home alone and you'd all mm. watch it and because it then kind of gives you the feeling of that you're doing an event with a load of other people who but people mm. who are in the same position and understand so maybe that's something you can you could do you know find a, one of your favorite christmas movies whether it's die hard totally a christmas movie <laughs> or yeah. or home alone you know there's there's so many out there it, it could be an hour two hours to just um not you not let you ever forget things but you can just enjoy two hours of trying to that's if you can you know some people can't if even you can, watch yeah. tv can they so it's um yeah it's such a yeah. diff, it's a, that's why it's so hard to kind of 
talk about Emmy for Christmas time because there's so many different levels of yeah. suffering. You don't. It's really hard to definitely to, to kind of cover it all in in an in yeah. what half an hour, an hour of what you should or could yeah. be doing, sort of thing. So yeah, no. I did not, see yeah. something I mentioned to you Go before um, about yeah, there's yeah. Um, um, it was in the magazine that you can get uh, with the national. It's the National Theatre at Home. You can either subscribe. Nine ninety nine per month, or you can pay for like a single viewing. But you can, like, for those who miss going to like the theatre or pantomime, sort of that, you can actually pay to watch it in your own home. So maybe that's something mm. that people might find. God, it's, I know theatre's not for everybody, but um, that could be sort yeah. of a, a, a nice outlet if you know that's something you would normally do at Christmas time. Well, I thought yeah. that was quite because I didn't realise you could do that. I mean, obviously, I know you can rent movies online and things, but to actually get a theatre production, I thought that was quite, uh, quite, yeah. a, quite a nice deal. I've not done that before, but it might be nice to watch a pantomime or something like that actually for a change. Yeah, so, that's, um, I know yeah. CBBS do one as well, don't they? Because I, yeah. I know we've had it on every, like at some point it comes on and we watched it with the kids, and that's another good yeah. one because I'm pretty sure you'd probably be able to stream that with the iPlayer so it's something you could yeah. um could sort of do as well. Um well, I'm not sure. I think it might have already been on, but I know you I know they do lots of playback so you could find the it time was... to watch it. I think it's Robin Hood as well is what they've done. I oh, think no, so. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be it'll be on the iPlayer I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. So yeah. Um brilliant. Well we've kind of done about the time that we sort of said. Yeah. So, um but yeah um Merry Christmas to people if you can celebrate in whatever way or Hanukkah or um yeah thanks for listening and um yeah we'll speak to you soon and uh, yeah it's been really good to 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 chat with you as well Michael and uh, do a bit of a joint joint one so it's been good.